running too like a young O'Shea with an AK. Okay, tell these motherfuckers that my name is O'Shea. The game is one of the most vocal artists in hip hop. If the game has a problem with someone or has an issue with something, he will not hold back in interviews, songs, or social media. The game said in a recent interview before he signed with Dr. Dre and Aftermath, he was trying to get signed with P. Diddy and Bad Boy, but Diddy wasn't trying to go to the studio and was more focused on clubbing and partying. Tell him no. It was Diddy's idea that I go get with, like, make sure that Dre hear it. And um, Diddy was just like, you know, I'm moving, Playboy, I'm moving too fast, Playboy, I don't really record these, you know, these days. Playboy, like, oh, but what about that? You want that drink? You like her, Playboy? We about to go to Atlanta, Playboy. It's about to be free, Nick, Playboy. Hey, you ready to go to the club, Playboy? We never went to the studio. Till this one night, and um, we was in New York, and we ended up going to uh, the Hit Factory. Was I don't know what it was called, but um, it was bad. It was like Diddy's main fucking studio, and uh, we went. Hey yo, Jersey Judah, by the way, y'all y'all know it's Saturday. You know it's on and cracking, man. Um, people that like hang out with Diddy, <coughs> they should really shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, the game is talking about prior, and I'm not playing this because I think the game is a part of any weird shit, but I think he's revealing a lot. You notice when he said, uh, Diddy said that they're about to go to a freak meek. That's a freak off people. Okay. A freak off. Shit gets freaky. All right. But it's like, God damn, if y'all cool with Diddy, shut the fuck up. Do Diddy a favor. Do Diddy the favor and don't mention nothing. See all these other Negroes. They're smart. They're smart because they know <coughs> they know for a fact if they say something that's crazy, that's going to come back to bite them. You know what I mean? But the game is talking about and See, I had no idea about this. The game. Chuck Taylor, niggas that know the game was trying to get signed by Diddy and Bad Boy. Imagine, yo, like that's almost crazy. If you think about it, like imagine because it's not it's not far off, right? Because who, who did the game ended up signing with? Fifty Cent. The game ended up signing with Fifty Cent. So him signing with somebody from the what uh, from the East Coast wouldn't have been too bizarre. But imagine Diddy in the game. Wow. There and I did. Um, I like that was my first time ever recording something. I can't even remember what it was or what it was for. But um, that's the only time we went in the studio. So I thought like when you are you know like getting signed or about to get signed or fucking with a Diddy or a Dre like you record. I wanted to fucking record. I don't want to party. But all Diddy wanted to do was you know you ready? Playboy in the street. Playboy. Hey, Playboy passing it. And niggas can say. <clears throat> And niggas can say whatever they want about the game. Like I still like, I still like game. I still think game is a dope rapper. Um, cause his work ethic, his work ethic is different than others. I would say, um, the three hundred bars and running, two hundred bars and running, all the freestyles. I mean, it's funny because people would argue with the game. His career took off with Judas. Some people believe that his career took off with the whole GU not thing which I'm not really sure. Um, I do find it funny, and I'm not saying nothing bad about 50, but I mentioned this with Jimmy Iovine and how Jimmy Iovine mentored Dre and how Dre used those skills to mentor Eminem, and Eminem used those skills to mentor 50, and 50 attempted to use those skills to mentor G-Unit, but I think the problem with G-Unit was a lot of ego is involved. Um, people know, like, without 50, there's no G-Unit. Like, they know that. But guys like Yayo was thorough in terms of loyalty. He was always loyal to 50. Always. 50 had a falling out with Young Buck. Yayo stayed loyal to 50. 50 had a falling out with Lloyd Banks. Yayo stayed loyal to 50. But there wasn't really mentorship that was passed on. Like, for example, 50 Cent gets signed, gets discovered by Eminem. So he's learning the mentorship that Eminem had learned from Dr. Dre. What 50 should have done was, and, and, and don't take this word crazy. I'm using this as just a word 
We're not talking about molestation or nothing, but 50 should have groomed Tony Yayo to be a self-made leader and to be able to have his pack and his team. Just my opinion. Anyway. Playboy, hey, Playboy, she look good over there. Playboy, we going out, Playboy. But tomorrow we going out again. Playboy, be ready. What you like? Over and over, man. Like Diddy, man, is an original, original party fucking animal, man. And I, that is like uh, my big brother, and I appreciate you know everything he did for me. But Puff, I was running around with Puff uh, for a minute, but we was just uh, we was just partying, man. Puff like to party. Um, so that's party, basically party. all we did. I think I think the whole sir, please stop. You're saying. Puffy likes to party, party. Oh, God. I nigh. The few times I was running around with D-Mac and Puff, uh, we just did a bunch of partying. We might have went to the studio once or twice, but I don't think I didn't get to record nothing. I was just, you know. Uh, Puff, Puff was, he wanted to sign me. He just, you know, he was moving around. Like he had the uh, restaurant Justin's mm -hmm. in Atlanta. So we was in and out of that. Um, a lot of parties in Atlanta uh, with him and uh, V and, you know, Big Wolf and, you know, Fab and Jeezy was just, you know, me, Fab was. All right, let's get to the music. Let's get this shit cracking. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. I told y'all I was going to be busy. This weekend. And by the way, it's 9.05 a.m. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, rest in peace, Guru. Shout out to DJ Premier, because this is what this beat reminds me of. And no, this is me, nigga. This is me on the beat. Saturday morning shit, man. Saturday morning vibes. Y'all make sure y'all tap in. We going over academics. The Diddy Files. Okay? Mm. Two segments for this one. Two segments for this show. And a lot more to come after, later on tonight. Then again, I might do something again in the afternoon. Not sure yet. Cause of damage.
trouble. We want the camera. The chance that I can. Ready? Got the cameras rolling. Uncle Trump. Start off with two words. Made in America. You stupid. Mm. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304s so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Is lit. The podcast is lit. Saturday is finally here. The weekend is finally here. So, without further ado, Jersey Judah, and I'm back with another episode. And yes, another edition of. The Crimson Capsule Chapel. So I'm back once again, man. Um, Saturday morning, man, it's 9, 10 a.m. I've been up since 6. I slept for 6 hours. 6 hours was good enough for me. Um... I wanted to be able to wake up early enough so I can do a lot of the preparation that I want to do. Um, We got a show. We're going through academics, the Diddy files. This is this is an hour, hour long. We're going to go through most of it because this time I was able to wake up early and I don't got to go to work today, so that's cool, you know. I don't got to go to work tomorrow, so that's cool. So I'm, so I'm here. You know what I mean? I'm here. The weekend was hectic. I got to admit, I mean, last night's episode wasn't bad. I don't mind last night's episode. The episode before that wasn't so good. You know, there's a hit and miss process with making content. I don't, I don't think things through, which which is why things actually work for me. Um, there's a lot of people that really try to strategize, and, and I do that to an extent, but when it comes to the podcast, it's really about you know getting information out, expressing my opinion, having some fun, smoking some weed, and bullshitting, you know, especially the times when, you know, I don't, I don't got to go to work, you know, I don't got... I can do whatever the fuck I want today. And today I'm going to podcast. Um, So with all that being said, let me just go through something briefly. Yeah, we got we got the Diddy files. Shout out to the DJ Academics. Um, This channel that the clip is from is from King Academics, one of DJ Academics channels. One of the reasons why I respect DJ Academics is he's one of the people that go, Hey, man, if you're going to click my shit, give a nigga a shout out. He's one of those people. I'm the same way. Like, I have no clout. I have no clout. And I'm cool with it. You know, as long as I have this platform, I'm good. But I have no clout. If people want to come up off of the things that I say, and if you clip my shit, just mention Jersey Judah, J-E-R-Z-E-E-J-U-D-A-H. And we good. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> Besides, I need to get my shit out there. I don't have Instagram. I have Facebook. 
I've been I've, I've been kind of contemplating like if I create a channel, how many of you people will go or not a channel? If I create a Facebook page, how many of you people will go on there and support it? You know, and I'm not really sure about that. But if I'm able to grab and gather an audience, like I used to have an audience back in the day. You know, Facebook Live. I'll go on Facebook Live for like three hours. It reached like 250 people, you know, which to some people, that's not a lot. But, you know, little old me, you know, what I mean, that's a lot. And when I had the Facebook page and I was doing a lot of live, like a lot of Facebook live videos talking about this shit. And I just remembered, you know, how many people supported that. And that was that was before I even decided to podcast. But I'm, I'm kind of just brainstorming you know, to bring things to a more, you know, not mainstream level, but, you know, update things a bit. But we do got the Diddy Files. Once again, that's from King Academics. That is A-K-A-D-E-M-I-K-S. The Diddy Files. Academics reacts to Mark Curry describing some bad boy parties and more. Uh, Mark Curry made made a book called Dancing with the Devil, how... Diddy burned the bad boys of hip hop or something like that. It was a long title, but I remember a while back bringing up the greats, you know, the people that mentioned this shit beforehand. Professor Griff was talking about Mark Curry a decade ago, over a decade ago. And when he came out with the book, he was explaining a lot of weird, weirdo shit that was going on behind the scenes. But because Mark Curry really didn't have pull in the industry, they wasn't going to let him promote a book that was going to out one of the most powerful figures right now in hip-hop, which is Diddy. So, now, um, the art of dialogue, which I believe the video that is connected and what academics is going to be going through, the art of dialogue right now is kind of reaching a level where It's not clout chasing at all because they're just a platform and I like their platform and I like the hip hop interviews that they have. But I think it's becoming oversaturated when you have too many people trying to expose Diddy at once. Like when you have more people exposing Diddy than victims of Diddy, that's when you're going to have sort of a standoff in media where you're going to have the celebrities that are going to support Diddy because they believe they know Diddy. Then you're going to have others who may not support Diddy only based on the rumors and accusations that really don't have too much evidence. Now, I'm not protecting Diddy. I'm really not against Diddy. I find the situation to be kind of weird. I think Diddy is a bit weird, but I don't think a lot of people, you know, Ack is going to say it really because when you think about it, There is not going to be much consequences for Diddy unless there is anecdotic evidence. It is just straight up evidence, clear as day. Diddy was doing this with this. If if that's the thing, then that's the wave. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Also, uh, later on, I wanted to go over some some regular videos, the things that I usually talk about on the podcast, which is like a lot of political shit, which is funny that I'm saying that now because two years ago, I would have never said that. Uh, We got an episode later on that has to do with a lot of political shit. Um, The tide has turned. People aren't buying the crap anymore from the Biden administration. That's from Doc Rich. Then we got Benny Johnson, the usual lineup, by the way. Lock him up, explanation point or explanation mark. Is it explanation mark? Question mark. No, is it explanation point or is it explanation mark? I don't know. I'm high. I'm black. Lock him up. Jesse Smoulier. 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 Loses appeal. Going back to prison. Bye, nigga. The gay Tupac. You guys remember that? I don't even know how y'all niggas let that shit slide. Y'all violating. Y'all violating. If I was from the West Coast... But then again, Pac isn't technically from the West Coast, so never mind. Um, yeah, uh, we got we got a lot of shit to talk about throughout the day. Also, 
and I'm contemplating whether I should talk about this or not. There's a situation with um, Adam 22, who represents No Jumper, who's the owner of No Jumper, and AD from the community. Shout out to AD. Shout out to Compton. Shout out to the Crips. Real shit, right? But shout out to them. And shout out to T-Rail. You know, shout out to the Hooves, all right? Um, and the fake community, which they we made a, uh, what do they called it? Uh, yeah, yeah, fig Munity. Is that it? I think it's fig Munity. That's what they call, you know, they're, they separated from No Jumper. So they had this dispute. They separated from No Jumper. A lot of street shit is getting, getting brought up. A lot of street activities are getting involved. And we got proof that Adam 22 is now playing victim. I saw or I listened to a little of this last night while I was at work and I didn't want to listen to any more of it because I knew it would it's it's podcast worthy. And the reason I'm saying this is I'm I'm talking about things briefly, but these are the things I'll be talking about later on throughout the day. But I just kind of want to give you all, you know, a pinpoint. Adam 22 glorifies gang culture. And I don't it's not that I find that. I don't really find an issue with that. And I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out. If we don't find an issue, right, or, or I'll put it to you like this. So Adam 22 was like BMXer, did a lot of extreme sports and really had uh, their original audience. And I still believe a lot of the audience members are still like in the BMX skateboarding scene. In fact, how I knew about jumper skateboarding myself um, I heard, I think Ralphie, the plug who also skates, but he's a thug. He's, he's gang gang. I'll, yo, don't fuck with Ralphie, the plug rest in peace. Draco, the ruler, you know what I'm saying? Long live Draco, long live catchy the great. I'm from the East coast. So y'all niggas probably listening to this. It's like foreign language. So y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. All right. Y'all even know what I'm talking about, but, um, shout out to those niggas. So, Adam 22 came up from that, you know, sort of like extreme sports wave, which is like kind of like punk rockish, um, new metalish, punk rock, new metalish um, audience, very unique audience of all walks of life, essentially. And I think that had a lot to do with Adam 22's come up, but. He noticed something. So, yeah, you know, I got this one guy. He's gang affiliated. He's he's from this hood. Everybody's talking about this guy. So I got to hire this guy. <clears throat> then he realized he found his niche like, oh, shit, the hood, the hood niggas and the streets is fucking with no jumpers. So they added the graffiti. You guys know, like, I know what I'm talking about. They added the graffiti type uh, look to the studio. They had gang members in the studio. Niggas is smoking blunts. Niggas is getting robbed. Niggas is pulling out guns. Niggas is just getting packed out all in one area. And that is no jumper studio, store, headquarters, wherever the fuck these niggas is at. Shout out to no jumper. I fuck with the platform. I just don't fuck with Adam 22. And I'm going to tell you all why. And I've already I already brought this up. You know, if you don't believe in God, you know, if you don't believe in religion, that's cool. Niggas ain't judging you for that. Niggas don't give a shit about that realistically. But if you're in if you're in the face of the public and you say fuck God and all this other shit, you wicked. So you see why niggas like Adam 22 can come up. He don't believe in God. He got no light in him. So these are the people they make deals with. You know, these are the people that they they have do the rituals all the gay shit, you know, the tranny chasing, all that shit is out of pocket. And the reason I'm saying this is you talking about hip hop. This ain't this ain't ballet. You dig? No pink tutus and twirling butterflies and all that. None of that shit going down. Hip hop. We can't allow it. The little Nas X's saucy Santana's respectfully fall back. 
respectfully fall back. Stand down. We got to bring the essence back. If we got to get street, we got to get street. We not going sissy. I'll tell you that. Niggas ain't going sissy around my way. We not really privy to niggas wearing dresses in my way. But apparently, the gangbanging culture for for uh, for Adam Twenty Two kind of fizzled because his problems with AD, a Compton Crip, a known Compton Crip. I'm not snitching or nothing. It's known, all right. He's he's known, all right. Fading niggas. He had to fight with China Mac and shit. They just wild animals, bro. Respectfully, I respect these niggas, but they're wild animals. They're gang members, guys. You gotta really like look. Look, I know a lot of niggas, like, they're going to be like, oh, what do you know about gangs in Jersey? If you're not from Jersey, then you don't know. That's all I'm going to say. If you're not from Jersey, then you don't know what's going on in Jersey. And I'm not going to explain what's going on in Jersey. But it gets busy in Jersey. You want to go to South Jersey? Oh, you're going to find some niggas. If you're going to, if you're going up top, if you're going to, like, towards Newark, you're going to find a slew of hood niggas, bro. A slew of them. And some of these niggas are clicked up naturally, meaning they came up organically from the streets. Oh, this is our block. This is what we're going to call it. Are they some gang affiliated niggas? And a lot of these niggas that's out here really got the plug and really got the connect from Cali. So a lot of niggas talk crazy about Jersey. If you want, go to Brick City and say that shit out there. Okay, go to Camden and say that shit out there. Okay, go to the hoods, go to Trenton and say that shit out there. Shout out to all the areas, especially the 609 Trenton, Trenton stand up, Jersey stand up. You already know. Niggas get busy everywhere. I remember once again, I'm going to bring this shit up again because it's, it's mind blowing. If you think about it. Banging, banging Little Rock. Is it banging Little Rock or Little Rock banging? I, I got to say, I got to check. I'm going to check real quick. Just so I can give y'all like, like a direct source. Like if you really want to know, right? I'm, I'm I'm gonna let y'all niggas know like right away. Like niggas get busy everywhere, nigga. Fuck are you talking about? They had niggas in Utah shooting. Like what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? All right. So hold up. I think it's banging Little Rock. Banging. Little Rock, or it might be Little Rock banging. I don't, I don't fucking remember. I just know, I just know the shit was in Little Rock, Arkansas, and niggas gang bang. All right, gang war, banging in Little Rock, nineteen ninety four, a documentary. Hold up, hold up. Um, gang war, banging in Little Rock, often referred to as gang banging in Little Rock in nineteen ninety four HBO documentary about street gangs in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was released as part of his, it was released as the series America Undercover. Had no idea about that. Yes. And you'll, there's actually, um, there's three, I believe to, to my knowledge, there's three, there's three of those videos. The third one, of course, is it gets more recent and you'll know like, yo, man, they had white boys in there with shotguns, nigga, like banging, like nigga, we GD. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, wait a minute. So y'all, y'all what? We folk, we GD. I'm like, white boys GD? I'm like, yo, chill. I don't want nothing to do with y'all. White boy tell me he's GD. I'm falling back because I already know, like, they let you in, then you got to be a problem. You the designated school shooter, nigga. They let white boys in the GDs. They're designated Crash test dummy school shooters. Matter of fact, hold up. Where's my sounds at? So I'm tweaking. It's early. I'm black. We're going to have fun tonight and today. All day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got niggas out there in the video and shit. Little Rock, Ar- Arkansas. Like, yeah, we banging folk. 
Like, yo, the niggas was talking greasy, too. Like, yo, they was saying all types of crazy shit. Like, they had the white boys and shit. Like, they was uh, they was bloods. They had these white boys and shit. They was bloods and shit. And they like, yeah, we're going to go over there and smoke these crabs. I'm like, what? What? You better be talking about culinary arts, my nigga. What the fuck is this nigga? I'm like, yo, these niggas is shot, bro. They shot out. They literally shot out. They got weapons. They got, like... This niggas has sniper rifles. What does gangbang... Yo, stop. Take a... Stop. What do gangbangers need sniper rifles for? These niggas got... Uh, militians and shit. Like, yo, come on, stop, bro. For real. For real. It's like, yo, these gangbangers got a national guards? Like, what's going on, champ? Like, y'all got snipers? Stop. <laughs> sniper? <laughs> School shooter. Yo, banging Little Rock. I'm going to tell you straight up, like, yo, niggas really get busy everywhere. And when I say niggas, I say niggas universally. White people, black people, the Hispanics, brown people, uh, red people, the Native Americans. And Native Americans, they got gangs in Arizona, nigga. They get busy. Fuck are y'all talking about? Russian mafia, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, what are you talking about? Niggas get busy everywhere. But um, it's just crazy, like, how... I don't know if it's a cultural problem. Because the reason I say that is gang gangs don't have culture in the sense of the gang, the gang legacy is only from gangs themselves, but the true legacy of gangs is the Panther Party. Um, the true legacy of, of the gangs was the more organized, more strategized, uh, more coherent, more cohesive uh, a group of men who stood for something and who stood for a cause and who fought for a movement or who represents a nation. And if you think about it today, it's just niggas drilling. Niggas is just spinning the block shooting niggas. That's all that is. Nowadays, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. But, yeah, we got a lot of shit coming up. So we're going to definitely talk about the Adam-22 situation because I want to get deeper into it, but I would have to actually go through the video. And I already have this scheduled and planned for King Academics. Check out King Academics on YouTube. Check out the Academy on YouTube. Support DJ Academics. You already know, man. Salute to Jersey. And we about to get this shit started, man. The Diddy Files via Academics. That nigga, boy, that nigga spazzed on that. <laughs> that, nigga, the real shit. that nigga spazzed on that shit too. <laughs> the fucking the academic shit. Yeah, that nigga spazzed on that track. And uh the blues clue shit. This nigga shot out. Uh he has a interview, which by the way, I thought this, and, and, and the reason why I was saying it, I wasn't talking about podcasters necessarily. So uh, when y'all was saying Joe Button, I wasn't talking about podcasters. I'm talking about the culture. You see when yo put like this. I don't know Queen Latifah from a fucking can of paint. Yikes! I've never seen her. Oh shit! Not I've never. I don't know nothing about her. Whoa, 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 when whoa! She sees some whoa, video. Whoa, whoa! How are you from Jersey and you know nothing about Queen Latifah? We gotta talk. What type of shit is that? Everybody knows Queen Latifah. Music-wise, I know Queen Latifah. I don't know shit about her movies. I don't give a fuck about her like that. But, like, the music and what she stood for when it came to women, I think, I think, you know, true men into that sense would appreciate and acknowledge Queen Latifah for that alone. And that's about it. But, yeah, people know Queen Latifah. Come on, cuz. Of me criticizing a woman, she could make up an opinion to repost something to say act hates women, right? You see a lot of these other motherfuckers. I don't know them. But they could just see a couple clips of me and say, oh, okay, we'll make this opinion about him and we'll make it public. <laughs> My point is this. The majority of people in this industry, they know Diddy. 
I never met a nigga did it. They don't work with him. They got songs with them. They get paid by him. How come y'all y'all are mom? How how come y'all got all the opinions on me, a nigga y'all never met, but the nigga you did meet is accused of some really heinous shit, and you're fucking mute. Mm. That's my point. It's not necessarily about these podcasters. Half of these podcasters want to deal with revolt or want Diddy to give us some sponsorship dollars. I get it. I get it. Now, I saw this video earlier. This is why, this is why I said what I said. But it made me think of something interesting. Because you know who's speaking up about this new media? Let me, let me say, when I say new media... The people who don't know Diddy got no problems with speaking about this. The people who are partying with Diddy in the 90s and 2000s, they got deals with him. They've been behind the scenes with him. None of them want to talk. Ironic, right? Well, this video actually told me and showcased to me that the problem with exposing Diddy is exposing everybody else. Yeah. Diddy. So, yeah, that and that right there is a very, very interesting point. The reason I say this is you'll have people and, you know, the Jamie Foxx thing, maybe that was a teaser. Like, well, he was alongside of Diddy a lot of times and they want to connect the dots with that. And the next person could be connected to the Diddy situation and the next person. Unless there's people who are either artists, former artists, which is why you hear a lot more about Mark Curry Security guards is passable, but it's also suspicious, right? Because if a security guard seen all this shit take place, they didn't have to sign an MDA. They could have they could have spoke out against Diddy a long time ago. But what shows you that it's all a clout chase is the Cassie situation. So now a lot of people want to ride that wave. The security guards want to ride that wave. Um, and they're guilty. Now, what we're about to hear is some of the most funny shit. Yo, yo, niggas is talking about Cosby and bitches. We're not joking here. And I'm not trying to make why I'm trying to make light of it because it's a fucked up situation and I'm a fucked up individual outside of it actually happening. I find the shit funny because this what this guy is doing is he doesn't know he's exposing the entire game. The game that he was also involved in, but we'll get into that when the time comes. Allegedly, and may at least you're gonna, you're gonna watch the video. He came from a culture or a era in hip hop where certain shit maybe was ignored that now we see flagrantly wrong. Listen to this, and by the way, the person who's saying this, he thinks he's being a good Samaritan. He's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna tell you what's up." But in reality, he's a scumbag, too. Yes. Just off of what we heard. Listen to this. Listen, this is crazy. And shout out to the art of dialogue, man. I want to get your opinion. You know, you was around Puffy. You was on Bad Boy. By the way, this is a Bad Boy former artist. His name is Mark Curry. Okay. You know, looking at this lawsuit, Cassie, she claims that her and Diddy had freak-off sessions. Freak-off? You talking about the freak-off session where they used to do in the studio and all of that over different entertainers' houses and stuff? Where they be having them parties where they won't invite you to? And they be like, we having a party tonight, but this ain't your kind of party. Whoa, 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 yo, yo, stop. Yo, listen to this man. Listen to this man. Listen to him. I don't want to go. Freak off parties? When you go in there to be, uh, yo, let me tell you something. We used to go in the club. We go oh. into the nightclub, right? And we go and get to the VIP. All of these girls come around the VIP and they just be standing there. And, like, let me tell you something, man. I'm going to get back with you. We got to rewind this back. We used to go to the when we go to the club. We used to have these bottles, right? Huh? And on this bottle, they be they be regular Moet bottles. Yeah. Okay. On uh-huh. them bottles right there, they been to have something to make the girls be real real slippery and all of this kind of stuff. So- whoa, 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 cuz, whoa, cuz, 
Cause chill. Nah. <laughs> yo, these niggas are vicious, bro. Yo, you want like yo, I'm telling y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all something real quick before we get back. If this shit keeps going on, hip hop's canceled. You don't think it's possible? Yo, really think about this, right? Like, really think about this. You don't think it's possible for some woman's movement or feminist movement to come out and talk about how this music is doing this and that and the entertainers are doing this and that? Nigga, they'll cancel the entire genre and culture of hip-hop. They will. They'll do it. My nigga, shit like this? Come on, dude. Niggas is drugging hoes? Violation, bro. They're out here. Yo, yo, it's not over. Hold up. It's not over. It's not over. Not over yet. What? <laughs> and when you get up, they be like, don't touch them bottles right there and only drink them bottles right Cause. there. Cuz. So hold on, hold on. I'm going to say. Cuz. Cause it's no way this yo are so crazy. I don't know what our dialogue is paying these niggas. These niggas is admitting this shit that like it was cool. And on this bottle, they be they be regular Moab bottles. On them bottles right there, they been to have something to make the girls be real, real slippery and all of this kind of stuff. <sighs> What? Slippery? Oh my God, Lord, help us all. Yo, these niggas are real deal monsters. <laughs> like, this is predatory. This is the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, yo, bitches are going to cancel hip hop. Mark my word. Now, what what is their exception? Thought hop, strip hop, ice spice. We went over, yo, did y'all ever see Ice Spice's mother before? Have y'all ever seen Ice Spice? Did y'all look that up? I want y'all to look up Ice Spice's mother and then come back to the podcast. This bitch is bad as shit. Not Ice Spice. I mean, she's okay, but you know. The mom, yo, mom looks better than Ice Spice. Like shit, the genes, the genetics is, is real, bro. These bitches are made in a, a fucking tank somewhere, bitch. This bitch look like a fucking experimental. Look like the bitch from Weird Science. Remember Weird Science? The movie Weird Science? The bitch. Matter of fact, let's look her up. I always wanted to know that hoe's name. I'm sorry. I don't want to use the word like that, but fuck it. I always wanted to use I always wanted to know who that hoe was that played in um, Weird Science. Right? Now, I don't know why. <clears throat> I may have saw this movie... For some reason, it came out in 85. I was born in 88. So don't don't ask me how I remember this movie, but I remember the movie. Um, we're in the weird science here. What's this bitch called? What's her name? So I remember back in the day looking at this bitch. I'm like, yo, this bitch is bad. Now I look back, it's like, yo, she's basic as fuck. What the hell was I thinking? What the? Robert Downey Jr. Yo, shout out to Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? Weird science. You dig? Uh, Kelly, Le- Kelly LeBrook, or Laybrook, whatever her name is. She was bad. There, there she is. Yeah, she was bad as fuck. Now look at her hot mess. The wall defeats everybody. Bitch in the 80s was definitely uh, foldable. Respectfully. Anyway. So when you get up, they be like, don't touch them bottles right there and only drink them bottles right there. So we already knew what the drill was. You just don't mess with them bottles, right? Then the all of the girls fuck? is in the club after a while. They all running, look, opening up their mouth like little birds. He's running around just popping pills in their mouth. Pop, pill, 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 pill. And then that was the party. But all of the females, that was... This is like, yo, yo, you're not like, you're not exempt, buddy. Like, what are you talking about? You're not exempt. What are you doing? This nigga's, I guess he's willing to crash out. Crash out Coliseum. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. 
That's a nigga. This nigga's shot. Yo. 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 Goddamn shame, bro. <laughs> y'all niggas. Y'all niggas is. Y'all niggas is no good, bro. That's no good activity, man. Now I know. I get it now. I know why these hoes be calling niggas predators. Look at type, Look at this shit, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> the crazy thing is, and this is the crazy thing about it, right? You really think about it, and this is what this is what alarms me, right? They're already celebrities. These these women that show up, they're already down to fuck. They know that these niggas are celebrities. They don't need to be drugged. What are y'all doing? Yo, y'all bugging. Y'all niggas is bugging. What the fuck? That's what they wanted. That was what Yo. It was part of the hip-hop culture. We ain't seen nothing wrong. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, what's that? Yo, that's sick. Yo, that's sick. Yo, the fact... Yo, Yo, that's sick. That shit's sick, bro. <laughs> he wrote that off as, yeah, you know, that was a part of the culture. We was drugging bitches, you know. Oh, she thought she was she she thought she had a sip of Moet, you know. Now she feeling a little tipsy, a little lightheaded. We just scooped her up, brought her back, you know, smashed her, passed her around. Yeah, that's normal. Not a big deal. What the fuck, guys? What the fuck, people? What's going on, family? <laughs> what is going on, family? What is this? What the? Yo, niggas is tweaking. See, I knew y'all 90s niggas, and I, I'm not disrespecting when I say this, but just hear me out. I knew y'all 90s niggas was bugging. I knew it. I knew y'all 90s niggas was bugging. I knew it. You 90s niggas are tweaking and I and I and I called it out. I was like, I knew these niggas was ain't they was not doing nothing besides fuck shit. I knew it. I just knew it. So y'all niggas out here partying, right? Like just think about it like this. You are a multi-millionaire. And when Diddy was back in those days, the Mark Curry days, he had to be at least a multi-millionaire worth at least a hundred million at that time. Now he's worth a billion. So do the math. You got these party parties. They know Diddy. Like, yo, Diddy's here, right? Or like all these celebrity bitches when they go to the nightclubs and shut the clubs down. It's a spectacle, right? They show up. It's like it's like the. It's, I like how the guy said it with the Professor Griff. Uh, what's what's this guy? Um, damn. Shout out to the net is watching. I know, I know, I know. The show was called the net is watching. And he ex he described the dance club as an institution, my nigga. Like, and think about it. He's right. You go into the club. You got the ground floor where all the minions are, and all the minions and drunk bimbos and niggas trying to smash drunk bimbos. Then you have more of an upper. You have more of the corner. You have the corner section, which is more like royalty or just special treatment. Like not not VIP section, but VIP treatment. Like, yeah, you're going to have bottles and shit brought to that area. Then you got the upper deck. You got the deck that's even higher where niggas just observe. It's like a little. But I've seen clubs like this before. So that's why I'm kind of giving you all a layout. There's the upper deck, which is kind of like if you think about it, upper echelons, you may have more important figures. Um, in terms of clubs and footage for clubs, they usually have the camera crew and they usually have shit there so they can kind of see everything from from multiple angles without having to set up a thousand fucking cameras. Then you got the VIP section. The VIP section is where everything goes down. Um, the VIP section is where everything goes down, but not everybody knows about it. So it is the institution. So you would have to assume... Diddy coming into the club. He's shutting the shit down, my nigga. He's shutting it down. That's Diddy. Diddy can go into any nightclub and shut the shit down just by walking in. All it takes is one nigga to know him. Notice him. It's a rap. Any rapper that comes in the, into a club in Atlanta, he talks a lot about being down in Atlanta 
And Yash Karad brought it out years ago about how these celebrities would meet down in Atlanta. And he mentioned people like Nelly and Diddy that was a part of it. A lot of niggas could go, they can write that off. Like, yeah, that's not true. <clears throat> look up Diddy and look up Nelly. Put, a, put in Diddy space Nelly nightclub. You will see Diddy behind Nelly, hugging him from behind, like how you would hug a bitch. Like, you know, those little hugs you give, like you ever, when you're ever with a woman, you kind of, you go behind her and you hug her and you kind of like, uh, you don't put your hand where her neck is at, but you put it like where her collarbone is at. It was one of those type of nasty shit, my nigga. Nasty. Nasty. Booty bad man. Booty bad man. Nasty shit. Nasty. Vicious. Basuda. That's why I said what I said just now. That's what I said what I said just now. This is one of the first people who's saying part of hip-hop culture there it is. in the 90s. There it is. Y'all 90s niggas. There it is. It's not just Bill Cosby culture. <clears throat> hip-hop culture. Damn. This is why you see everybody mum. Listen again. Birds. He's running around just popping pills in their mouth. Pop, pill, 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 pill. And then that was the party. But all of the females that was in it, that's what they wanted. That was what party. It was part of the hip-hop culture. We ain't seen nothing wrong with it until Bill Cosby got in trouble. <laughs> what? He did what? What? Yo. Yo, he gotta be trolling. He gotta be trolling now. This nigga gotta be fucking trolling, man. Get the fuck out of here, bro. It was with party. It was part of the hip hop culture. We ain't seen nothing wrong with it until Bill Cosby got in trouble. He did one too many. Yo, stop it. Yo, 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 yo. Once again, somebody should have talked to this brother. Somebody should have reached out to the brother and tell him, hey, man, um, you're not exempt from anything, you know. Like now, do you know that a bitch can actually come out and speak out against you because you were dumb enough to mention that incident? Let's say a, a woman comes up. She's like 45, close to that age. Depending on that time in the 90s, I'm trying to do the math, but close enough. Maybe she was at that party. Maybe she was the one that was drugged and she didn't remember what happened and whatever situation happened. Like, yo, because back in the day, those niggas was, was dealing with e-pills and shit. I don't know, but I know, right? Like, they were dealing with e-pills, quaaludes, all that retarded shit. Like, niggas is bugged out, man. Niggas off of mescaline and shit. Niggas is tweaking. Man, look. <laughs> This nigga's vicious, bro. You know what's so crazy about this? Self-awareness is lacking. There it is. My man don't realize there he it admitted is. that what Bill Cosby was doing. There it is. Him and he's speaking about these parties that were bad boy parties. He's saying the Bill Cosby parties, allegedly, bad boy parties was just like that. This one I'm talking about self-awareness. These niggas had a Cosby... <laughs> These niggas had like what the fuck, bro? <laughs> niggas had a Cosby uh roofie manual, bitch. What the fuck? They was out here taking notes. And that also gets me to think, is it possible? And the reason I'm asking this because it is like two completely separate cultures, but hear me out. Do you think that certain entertainers knew about things that Cosby was doing in the way that everybody claims to know what Diddy was doing, meaning were there people during that time that knew what was happening and just said, we're not saying shit. 
or even as far as we know what happened, but we're covering up because this is our guy, right? I'm saying all this to say the guy, uh, Mark Curry, is an idiot. Like, that's this has got to be self snitching Hall of Fame. This man has reached the self snitch Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer in the snitch, the self snitch department. Beating Bobby Smurder. Beating all of these other rappers that talk about the shit that they do in the streets with music. This has got to be the worst. They're drugging bitches. <laughs> we gotta hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They're drugging bitches. Matter of fact, I'm tired of all these random sounds and music that I probably won't play. So I've really got to clean out uh, my soundboard soon. But anyway, Cosby's in jail, nigga. <laughs> nigga, Bobby. nigga, I, I I get what you're trying to say. By the way, this is why everybody's is quiet. And by the way, I'm not mad at him because he's he's telling the truth. But you know why everybody else is quiet? Because everybody else seemingly may have been on some bullshit. Going back to what I've stated, and like I said, weird connection. Hear me out. So, you know, Epstein, everybody knows Jeffrey Epstein. So, Jeffrey Epstein had alleged dirt on a slew of alleged politicians and important people. One of the reasons why everybody, most people believe, including uh, Donald Trump has also said it, as well as Tucker Carlson, that he didn't kill himself was because he had the information to incriminate and destroy a lot of powerful people's reputation. Diddy, if these things are true, could actually be in the same category, meaning he has pictures. He has videos. Remember, this nigga loves to film guys running through his bitch. I don't know what's wrong with these guys. These are this is some I would say new age cuck shit. But Diddy's an old head now. Like, nigga, what are you doing, kid? What is going on? He had a video when he called. Um, <laughs> this nigga had the video. When he was calling, he called Meek Mill's daddy. He's like, you like that, huh, daddy? Cooning. I don't know what type of fuck shit that was, but that was very disturbing. Very. I'm wrong with it until Bill Cosby got in trouble. He did one too many. This nigga's a goddamn fool, man. He did one too many. Wow. That sounds like he's saying what Bill Cosby was doing, we was doing. He just did it too much. It doesn't make what y'all were doing any better. Tango down. It's the party. But all of the females that was in it, that's what party they wanted. Party. That was what party. It was part of the hip-hop culture. Oh we ain't seen nothing wrong with it until Bill Cosby got in trouble. By the way, this is another reason why I believe that all of these motherfuckers, right? And by the way, he, here's the funny thing about this, too. You see all these motherfuckers that they can't comment because they don't know if it's true. They can't comment. Man, all of them got Bill Cosby jokes. Ain't it ironic? Huh. All of y'all got Bill Cosby jokes, but you have a bad boy artist. They won't talk about this. You have a bad boy artist basically saying, we was doing the same shit Bill Cosby. All of them have no problem talking about Bill Cosby. Cosby don't got no power that can affect them. Think about it, chat. You have a bad boy artist saying, we was doing the same thing as him. Let's go through a conspiracy real quick, because I feel that it's needed to go through this. So Bill Cosby at one time <clears throat> was America's favorite guy. He, Not just with black people, white people loved Cosby. They loved his show. OK. Cosby was actually close or was trying to um, own NBC, believe it or not. Bill Cosby, at one time, was trying to own NBC. 
And I think this was in the eighties or nineties. I could be mistaken. Could be it could be early nineties or even late eighties. He had that much of a reputation. Now something happened where they didn't let it happen or something like that. And rumor is the same with R. Kelly to an extent. Some people knew what R. Kelly was doing. And we're not just talking about entourage or anything like that. We're talking about other artists, fellow artists, people that may have toured with him, wink, wink, Jay-Z, and other people. They know about R. Kelly, right? It didn't become a thing until it goes public. So what I think Mark Curry is saying, we was drugging bitches, and that was the thing in hip-hop, and other people were known to do it who were celebrities, but Bill Cosby was just the one who got caught. He was doing too much. He wasn't doing a little at a time. He wasn't drugging two bitches a week. He had to drug 10 bitches a week. Somebody make this shit make sense. <laughs> Please, I don't get this. But yo, dig it, man. This is the end. Part one. Segment one. Segment two coming up. Stay tuned. Be right back to be continued. <laughs>